July. Thanks. Yeah, it's July second. It is、uh, Spider Man Eve. It's Spider Man Eve. At least in the United States. That's true.、Um, it's already it's it's already been released in places like Australia. I guess so, yeah. I, I guess Stan Lee was was there and that's cool, man. Or someone. That's、yeah. a long flight for an old guy. Yeah, well, I'm sure he flies in style. Sure, maybe teleported、it. there. Yeah, you'd think so.、Um, so this is a special edition podcast where Tony and I are going to take some of your questions, and we're also going to be talking about. Uh, the upcoming Spider-Man film.、Yeah. No Batman for once. No Batman. No, we always talk about Batman, but today we won't be talking about Batman. We'll be talking about Spider-Man, since the Amazing Spider-Man re- reboot. I mean, that's、yes. that's a total legitimate reboot. It's got to be. Yeah. See, now, now, the funny thing, and I don't, I don't even know if this is where we're going to jump in, but when they first announced this, they said that. Uh, they must have totally changed this, but I never saw an official statement. They said this wasn't going to be a reboot; that this was all going to fit together. But I was like, "How the heck is all this going to fit together when you're、oh, you're having Gwen Stacy before Mary Jane?、Exactly. And Gwen Stacy was in the third movie, so they must have just said, "Just kidding," and I missed it. Yeah, but I, I think I think since then, I mean, they said that in the very beginning, but since then, I think that they've、it's、tried to. They've well, totally even shied the, away the, the lizard、that. too, because as Matt Elfring pointed out,、mm-hmm. comic fans. Deserved a lizard in the movie. So I guess it's safe to say that、uh, Matt Elfring is a lizard fan. I think so. Yeah, I'm not. So But、much. you're not so much. Well, see now. Okay, so that's the thing.、Um, we because you and I and Matt have written some articles about Spiderman, and、um, I said I don't think he's he's a good Spider-Man movie villain. Now, what some people missed, I didn't say he's not a good character. I didn't、right. say he's. A complete bad movie villain. I just what what I was trying to get at is I don't think he's the best villain for the first movie in a new franchise. Because I, I just think, I mean, going back to his original appearance, he turns into a lizard. He wants to make alligators and snakes smart to take over the world. Yeah, and I just think that's kind of silly. Plus. <laughs> Plus the fact he was going to use okay. So when he turns into, I, I, you're going to get me on a rant here, or Liz is going to get me on a rant. That's the point. So when when Doctor Connors, who was a smart guy because he makes the serum,、uh-huh. when he turns into the lizard, he kind of lost some of his his his, his intellect, common sense. Yeah, because he you know, wasn't as smart. He was smarter than a regular lizard. But so somehow he knows, and somehow this is going to work. The same serum. That that Trant gave a human the ability to regrow an arm and transform him into lizard. That same exact formula, serum, whatever, is going to make reptiles smart. It's like, how does that work? Is this like some miracle cure that that does probably. everything? Yeah, probably. So, that was my problem with Amazing Spider-Man number two or whatever it was. That's kind of a big problem. Yeah. So hopefully it'll be addressed. In, in the movie. <laughs> Somehow I doubt it. I don't Now, know. Like, so what were some of the? I mean, what what were some of the biggest differences between your your opinion and Matt's opinion? Because you both you both sort of argued,、uh, yeah, on, on counter、mm-hmm. for for、uh, opposing arguments. Like he was to- he's totally gung ho about having the lizard in a, in a movie, and you wrote an article about how you were not so crazy about that idea. So, what was the biggest difference?、Uh, basically, Matt's was that that dude. I think his name is Dylan Baker. I'm trying to find it in in Matt's article. So in the the first trilogy in the, in the Sam Raimi's one, we we saw Kurt Connors there. Yeah, so it was Dylan Baker, and so it was always kind of teased that you know he's in the second movie. I don't think he was in the first one, but he was in the second movie. He's like, oh, maybe we're going to see the lizard. And then the third movie came out. It's like, oh, no lizard. Maybe he's going to be in the fourth one. But then they're like, nope, the vulture is going to be in the fourth one. Then they're like, nope, there's not going to be a fourth one because we're starting over. So this poor actor dude who you know. Knew what he was signing up for, and he's probably like, "I'm gonna be the villain. I'm gonna get my own action figure and all of a sudden." And then it's like, "Sorry, <laughs> dude, you 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 had to you know wear your arm out of your shirt for two movies, and you're not gonna get to be in the spotlight."、Uh... So Matt's basic argument, from what I recall, because I didn't reread his article just now,、uh-huh. but basically it's like we were teased. He was set up to be the villain, and then it just never happened. So it's like now. He's finally, finally happening. happening. So just, it's, it sounds like Matt、uh, was a big fan of those Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, maybe, or at least we, we a little bit. 
he can't speak for himself, so we'll say right. that he yeah. loved. He we'll loved them. He loved them. He, loved, he, he even had like Spider-Man. He thought the Tobey Maguire he, mascara was amazing. He has had. I, I heard he told me that he had like Spider-Man bed sheets and pillowcases. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man yes. bed sheets. Yes. Oh God. Yeah. All right, from from the first movie with with Green Goblin. Rose. The but okay. Goblin. So Tony, how how do you feel about it? I mean, is is this because you're not? I mean, you really don't like the lizard at all he's he's okay and what i said in my article is i mean every time when you look back at the old old appearances it's like okay he turns into the lizard again he does his stuff and then he reverts back to human and mm-hmm. or sometimes he, he'll lose his mind and sometimes he gets he still has his mind and you know back and forth so i didn't feel like there's really anything it, it just it's it like this this rotating thing it was just like a shtick it's like oh he's turning into the lizard he's gonna get beat and right. and that's what we see with a lot of villains they they come up they they get defeated by spider-man and they go back to wherever mm-hmm. so it wasn't until the the recent story shed where the unfortunate thing and spoiler is if you haven't read it like two years ago or whenever it was that where the reptile persona like completely overtakes connor's like connor's is like trapped in, in the mind and then he kills Billy Connors or mm-hmm. Connor's son. And then that was like the loss of humanity. Like that was like the final straw. And then like Kirk Connors was gone. It was, he was just a reptile. So I think you could totally do this like spooky, eerie, you know, kind of horror ish movie where there's, here's this really savage creature Beast guy. Yeah. And you know, that could be really cool. But, and what, when, so when I mentioned that in the article, someone said, it's like, oh, it's going to be funny. Didn't you see the trailers where he's making jokes and shoots webbing at the guy's crotch? It's like, I didn't say this wasn't going to be funny. I'm saying that they could use a lizard in a movie like that. But again, that would not be a good first movie because you got to have the humor. You got to have some lightheartedness. You can't just make this horror-ish. So I just... But, but I mean, there's, an, there's, there's a theme in Hollywood that you and I have talked about and both very familiar with everything is getting darker. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder if the decision to use a lizard as the villain for the first film for this reboot is, is in a sense taking from this, this like dark, darker side of, of superhero movies. I mean, it could be like when the trailer first came out and you know, even you had to, it's like, there's like a filter over the lens, you know, it's, it's kind of like that, that almost like old, you know, it's it's it was a dark movie where you see little Peter Parker sitting in his room and you know talking. His parents are going to disappear and all this mm-hmm. stuff. So you, you kind of got that feel. I mean, it felt like like you know, did Sam Raimi direct this? Because it you know it felt more you know aligned to that. But I don't think this is going to quite be that way. And I just from the the glimpses we've seen of the lizard, I know some people like him. They they think he looks cool. I I think it's it's kind of kind of little little cheesy. I'm going to say. I mean, mm-hmm. I I don't know. I mean, a, a giant reptile. Now, did, we'll you, did you see the the clips? Because I mean, we've seen like half an hour of this movie. I didn't already. watch all of those. I, oh man, I've I've watched them all. Yeah, there was like that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see like the. It looks good. Movie. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it it really does uh, look like it's gonna be a fun movie. It's a story that we already know and that we've heard. But it, this a is lot. The, this is the the untold story. No, what the the poster says. I really, I really don't. Uh, from what I've seen and from the synopsis, I think that it's pretty much the same sort of movie my question is well i mean i, I think the only part but it doesn't where, look bad yeah I, you know, I, don't I, think it, it looks bad. I am looking forward to it but i don't want to get my hopes up but i mean we'll we'll see uh so as far as untold things one, one of the things that i'm i'm questioning a bit is and I, I you know a lot of people are questioning is you know we have uncle ben in there yeah so i i'm assuming he's gonna die here he has to die at some point got but to. but it's like how how much of a presence is he going to have in the movie before the lizard comes and you know Spider Man feels responsible for that mm-hmm. or you know is there any connection is is Uncle Ben going to die after we don't know but the other thing is you know there's going to be talk about Peter's parents which you know that was never really there's touch- not, yeah there hasn't been a lot of discussion about that you know it was it was mentioned at some point that you know his parents supposedly and I don't I don't know if they retconned this out if this is is fact or not that his parents were actually agents of shield. And I know that they, they brought that hook into the ultimate universe where like Nick Fury knew them and all that. So supposedly they were off on a mission, they died and that's how Peter became an orphan and ended up with, you know, aunt May and uncle Ben. Uh, but you don't really get that so much here. It doesn't look like they're, they're going the shield route. Cause you know, his dad was a scientist and again, going along with that was also touch on in the ultimate universe. Mm-hmm. And 
So that's what drives – again, this is all from the trailer. I'm not spoiling anything because we have not seen the movie. Right. And so he that's where he goes to Oscorp and then he, he finds Dr. Kirk Connors and he's like, I'm Ben Parker – not Ben. Um, what's his Richard Parker. Yes. He's like, I'm Richard Parker's son and you know he's got all these notes and stuff like that. So – and then wh- what I want to know is there's some dude talking to the, to Kurt. He's like, does he know that this was meant to be yours? He's like some like – I was like, is that supposed to be Norman Osborn? Because he's – I don't – they they're, they're saying Norman's not going to be in this movie, but it's like Oscorp, so I don't know. Yeah. But there's someone like manipulating things, and it's supposed to be like, you know, Peter was – this was meant to happen. I think there's a, a voiceover part where, where Kurt Connors even says that how – what happened to him, you know, wasn't an accident. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing I can think of is if this is where they're going into the untold territory, if they're going to delve more into his parents or his dad and what the connection – so maybe the, the spider bite wasn't – an accident as much of an accident as you know something that they plan for whatever reason maybe peter's genetic code matched you know this experiment perfectly so i don't know th- but but that theory uh doesn't really align with what we've seen in the comics themselves Mm-mm. and and correct me if i'm wrong because you're the spider-man uh expert in this room <laughs> but <laughs> but um there's not a whole lot – I mean there aren't very many stories where the focus or Peter's focus is on his parents. I mean it, the most substantial relationship would you say that he's had with like his father figure is is with Uncle Ben? Yeah. I mean there there was actually a story um, – there was an arc. I think it was before – it was like the late 300s where his parents actually came back. And I'm I'm trying to recall if, if there's ever any mention of, of their connection to Shield before that. But Richard and, and Mary actually came back, and it was like everyone's like, "Whoa, this is weird!" And you know, they, I think supposedly their plane went down, and they were held captive all this time, and so they finally got out and all this stuff. But then it turned out it wasn't his parents; that they were right. really um like not LMDs, but they were like like robots. And I think Harry Osborn had put that this plan in, in to basically mess around with peter's like your parents are back but they're not really i'm pretty sure it was harry not mm-hmm. not norman and so basically peter finally once he finally accepted it yes these are my because he had some doubts but then when he finally accepted it, his parents are back then they were taken away from him again so that that i, I think i'm not start, starting to sound like what happened with aunt may where aunt may died and issue i think it was she died in 400 but then it wasn't really aunt may too many different stories. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> what stories. What's going on? Um, so, so that'll be uh, interesting. Anyway, we also wrote um, opposing articles. Uh, you, you love Mary Jane Watson. I don't know if I love her. You, well, you think that she's the love of of Peter's life, mm-hmm. um, and I took the opposing, or opposing, not, not necessarily opposing, necessarily opposing side, but. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I simply highlighted, um, the importance of Gwen Stacy to mm-hmm. Peter Parker. Cause he's had other girlfriends. He you has know. had other There's girlfriends. Betty Brandt, which that never really went anywhere. And nope. Black Hat was a big part of his life before. Yeah. And, you know, currently right recently was Carly Cooper who that didn't last too long, but right. We just took the two, his two biggest girlfriends and went with So that. why did you pick MJ? Uh, I just, I, I, I think I mean, the unfair thing is, is there's been more stories with Mary Jane. Right. And I, I always felt like, you know, looking back at the whole whole story between the two, that they just had this connection. And, you know, we had this discussion when, when James was on before, you know, a few times where, you know, the story came out that when Uncle Ben was killed, you know, Mary Jane was next door at Anna, uh, Anna's or Anna's, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Aunt May was there. She was distraught and everything. So Mary Jane, she's like... I, I'm going to go up my room. You know, I, I can't deal with this. And then she happens to look out right when Peter rushes in the house and then climbs out his window because he's so upset and everything. You know, he's not listening to Spider Sense if anyone's you know looking when he's going to jump out the window. So she sees Spider Man come out of his room. So she knew from that that moment that Peter Parker was Spider Man. Right. And James basically said that that makes her seem very shallow. Because then it's like she only wanted to date Peter because, because he was Spider-Man. she knew, yeah. But I say no because it was years and years and years until they actually started dating. And, you know, they, they kind of dated, but then, mm-hmm. they, then you know, I think Peter ended up back with Gwen. And then, you know, she kind of dated Harry. And, you know, because she didn't want a relationship. 
I mean, her, her parents, you know, it was a horrible relationship. You know, her dad was like obsessed with work. He started abusing the mom and, and you know, he left them. And, you know, then the same thing happened with her older sister. She was married, had two kids, her husband left. It was just, you know, she just sees, you know, saw how like just relationships didn't work. She didn't want to be trapped like that. Cause you know, her, her older sister, you know, she was trying to raise two kids and have a job and, and, you know, she's like, I can't can't deal with that. That's not what I want out of life. So mm-hmm. she wanted to be this carefree person, and you know, she always seemed kind of like a flake, you know, just party girl. But that's not who she really was because she she wore a mask. And before she knew Peter was Spider Man, you know, she saw him on a TV when he was doing all this performing stuff before he got the power and responsibility. And she kind of admires, like, oh, this this guy is kind of cool looking because he's wearing a mask just like I am. And then that's a very, uh, you know, because I mean, that's very perceptive of her because, you know, we, we all kind of wear masks, you know, we're, we're not always who we are, yeah. you know, when we're alone or whatever, or, sure. or people, you know, and you're, you know, so there is that, that kind of connection where and the fact that she knew this, if she was as, as James kind of put it, if, if she just wanted to date him because he was Spider-Man, she would have gone after him right away. She, I definitely think there was an appeal there, though. There I think been. that I think no, that but, seeing but, okay. him as like a superhero vigilante who's saving lives and just there you know, being scene. so no, strong no, no. And, and whatever. Oh, dark, mysterious man behind a mask. I mean, when he was, I mean no, no, no. Like, that's like every woman's fantasy, right? Maybe. Some, not some guy who, who can... Who's like this hero, the white knight who is shrouded in mystery because his identity is is hidden. I'm, I totally see where you're coming from. She saw I get when, it. when she was 13. She was there, and she's like, well, "Oh, he's kind of cute." There you go. That's like the, that's fine. She's she like, thought, "He's cute in a nerdy she, way." She thought he was cute in a nerdy way, and then she grew up and and realized that she's Miss Popularity, and Peter Parker is not popular enough for her. Mm, no, no. But Spider Man. No, this mysterious Cause, cause man. Even even because he he proposed to her twice. Yeah, and she's like she's like no, she's like you know I, I she's like I I don't want to get married. And when she finally revealed, it was like issue two fifty seven. When she finally t- revealed to Peter, she's like I I've known your secret for years, and you know, but she still it's not like I know your secret. Let's 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 get back together. And it was like mm-hmm. no, you know that's not what she wanted. And. It was finally, you know, she she realized, you know, life is short and all this stuff, and that you know she did care for him, and that's where it happened. So I mean, I just felt like you know they've been through so much, you know, and that they they have this like this this similarity, this this common bond, mm-hmm. and you know that that's what what made them right for each other. And you know they just going through it. There's also this this other issue. I mean, unfortunately, in the '90s, it's like the writers did not know what to do with with Mary Jane and Peter, you know, they actually, they, they separated, you know, she went to LA to, to pursue her acting and, you know, he stayed in New York and, you know, they just, it looked like they were going to get divorced because they didn't, no one knew what to, what to, what to do with them. Mm-hmm. But then actually I think it was Howard Mackey that was writing at the time. So I, I'm curious, I should ask him like yeah. what, what, you know, how he feels. He's, I don't even know if he cares at this point, but mm-hmm. so then there was like this, basically Mary Jane, she was going to, they were going to try to get back together. They both separately thought, let's try to work this out. She flies to New York. At the same time, he flies to L.A., so they miss each other. Mm-hmm. As they're flying back home, the plane gets diverted or whatever. They're both just sort of stuck at this airport. I don't know if it's like in Denver or somewhere like that. Dr. Doom shows up, and there's people attacking Dr. Doom and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Captain America's there. Um, and, you know, that's where Peter and, and Mary Jane, they run into there. It's like this huge coincidence. So it was like fate. You know, they were meant to run into each other in the middle of the country, you know, so this happened, but what what was really great about this is after the disaster is averted, mm. you know, Peter Spider Man they're still kind of talking because you know things aren't like patched up. But then he, she, he's like, "Wait a minute!" So he goes to Captain America. He's like, "He's you know, this is before he worked a lot with Captain America." So he you know he was still kind of shy and in, in awe. You know, he respect you know Captain America. He's you know the ultimate hero and everything. Yeah. So he's like, "I want to introduce you to someone," you know. Special, you know, he didn't really know how to say it because Captain America didn't know who he was, but he wanted to introduce Mary Jane, you know, the person he cares about the most, to Captain America, his pretty much his idol. Mm-hmm. And you know, Captain America kind of figured, and then you know, he kind of said something. He's like, you know, about relationships important, and all this stuff like that. So I think just right there, that that shows how much Peter cared. That you know, he really respected and looked up to Captain America, and he wanted. To, you know, he wanted to kind of merge his two worlds, even though he wasn't going to take his mask off and you know say, "Hey, Cap, I'm Peter yeah, Parker." Yeah, for sure. So I, I just thought that was touching, and they got together, and then yeah, that's cute. Then things fell apart. Yep, and we as they always do. Um, Joke aside. 
Chokasada. Um, so, so knowing that you love MJ so much and you're this huge Spider-Man fan, how do you feel about Gwen Stacy being the the female lead in this movie? Um, I'm okay with that. I mean, she she had her her importance. I'm, I'm you know trying to think back to the old stories. Gwen, from what I re- recall, you know she she did like Peter. You know she did start to see through his his nerdy you know mask persona. You know she she got to see you know everyone was like always picking on on Peter, but she kind of stood up to him as as little as you know as she could. You know she didn't do a whole lot, and it just you know it, it makes sense that you know they, they why why not have her in a movie? I did not like in the first trilogy. That you know they jump right into Mary Jane, and then Gwen Stacy is introduced in the third movie because you know continuity terms that doesn't make sense. Yeah, so, no. so I'm I'm fine. I th- I think you need to have it because Gwen Stacy's death is you know is an important part of Peter's you know Spider Man's just what makes him who he is. So I don't know if we'll actually see that in the movie. We don't necessarily have to, but the possibility that I, I think that is important. So I'm totally fine with. Gwen being the first, you know, in the first movie, and who knows if she's going to survive past the second. That's an interesting question. Um, and speaking of questions, we've got a lot of questions. Um, so I'm going to go to Twitter, the Comic Vine Twitter first, and then I've got some on my, I've got a lot on my Twitter feed. Um, so, hey guys, this is from uh, Hassan Barada. Hey guys, love the podcast. Just started reading Ultimate Spider-Man Volume 1. What's your favorite change that's made in Ultimate compared to 616? So, <clears throat> so your favorite change, I guess, just the the difference. The difference? I guess the the your favorite difference. I I think, um, I mean, it's so it started. You know, Mary Jane knew right away as with the comics. So, but they both knew. So, you know, Peter had Mary Jane to talk to, and also Aunt May found out early on too, because mm-hmm. you know that was and and just the fact that Aunt May is a is is more feisty in the Ultimate Universe. You know, she's mm-hmm. she's she's stronger. She's you know. I don't know if necessarily she's younger. She's definitely in better health because yeah. there, there are some some important stories where you know Peter is trying to save Aunt May, but then it's also like you know he's tiptoeing around. He's like you know if Aunt May ever found out I was Spider Man, you know, she'd have a heart attack and she'd die, and you know all the stuff. I can't let her know, so he's always trying to tiptoe around because mm-hmm. there's was, um they did two separate issues in a six one six where Aunt May knew. So it was the the, the fake death in issue four hundred where she told. Peter that she knew that he was Spider-Man. So there is this touching, you know, on her deathbed, she says that. But then there's also in the other issue, and it was a volume two, is issue 34, I believe, mm-hmm. where Spider-Man's he just had this big battle. He's all beat, he rips, takes off his like shredded costume and he just passes out on the bed because, you know, he's just all beat up and tired. Aunt May comes over, he walks into his apartment, and then she finds this ripped up costume yeah, i remember that and then and then there was a little segue because then they did the 9-11 issue after that yep. which was, I, I think that was 35 and then 36 or it could be i could be off by number where she confronts you know she takes a costume and she's debating so she finally tells peter she's and she, again she says i've known this is dangerous blah 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 mm-hmm. stuff like that so that was always great because that, that really changed the dynamic where again peter didn't have to tiptoe around and mm-hmm. you know he was always worried that, you know, would she approve and all this stuff like that. Yeah. So that's what I like about the ultimate stories is that you don't have to de- deal with that. And again, there were, there was a lot of great stories where, you know, Peter had to try to save Aunt May and, you know, he was worried. But I just felt that wasn't like the most important thing. And, and there could be some people that disagree with that. Mm-hmm. But I, so that's what I like. So I haven't been reading Spider-Man forever. In fact, I think I, I didn't start reading Spider-Man until I started working here. Yeah, that's honest. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm he was being honest. Um, so I don't have the 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 level of knowledge that you do, Tony, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he's like your favorite character. But I do love Miles, and I do yeah. love like the ultimate Spider-Man story that we're seeing now by Bendis. Um, I think that it's interesting to see this this much younger version of Spider-Man, but also somebody with a completely different background Mm -hmm. you know and i think that it's cool and um the last the that last issue that came out this week spider-man spider-man the crossover Mm -hmm. between 616 and the ultimate universe i thought that was really fun so um i i didn't think they could pull it off when they're like we're gonna kill you know ultimate peter parker and then we're gonna get a new new spider-man and it's it's working out great and 
who knows if we'll see the return of Ultimate Peter Parker, but I this is fine. I mean, we we could have just have Miles. We don't need to have the return of Ultimate Peter Parker because we have regular Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. So let's let's give yeah. Miles a chance. Um, Oscar Cruz asks, "Do you think we will ever see him reconnect to his supernatural side introduced in the other arc?" At mm. uh, the other, yeah. So they really went the whole spiritual route. I know a lot of, and and I'm probably gonna get some hate over this. A lot of people love the other. I wasn't a huge fan of the other. I'll I'll, I'll go out the street and say that you know the whole like spider totem and all this stuff and. And that's where he actually like, he died and his body was reborn. I mean, he went in this big cocoon. It was pretty gross. And it was weird because then he, he's standing over his dead body at the hospital. And so it's like, wait, is this really him? And uh, and that's where he got like the the – can't you think where you get these like spikes that came out of his wrist. I, I can't think what they're – not claws, but it's like something he could like – stab people with them and i don't know i just i didn't really care for it there's like an issue where he's talking to the spirit of the 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 spider that bit him and this whole i was like meant to be and i just i i don't know i didn't really it was too like hippie this. for you huh it was just weird i mean i i liked the idea that he was fated to be spider-man that sure. but not necessarily that there's a mystical origin i don't know because he was always from a scientific background and, you know, this was an experiment, but then now you're kind of going a different route saying that, you know, that he was meant to be Spider-Man and mm-hmm. this mystical thing and all this. It, it just completely changes everything. And it's just, and the fact that I, I'd have to reread the story, but you know, his, again, his, his body died. Cause I, when I, before I wrote the Mary Jane articles, I was flipping through like old issues and, you know, I remember the scene where he's at the hospital and he's looking at that. So it's like, that's not, it's like, is that still Peter Parker then? You know, it's it's his spirit, but it's not his true body. And I, I don't know. So I, I would, if, but supposedly it still happened, mm-hmm. I think. Because, you know, they're, they're saying everything except for the marriage happened, which I, I question that too. And, you know, so when one more day c- came, Peter Parker, you know, everyone knew who he was. Aunt May was shot. She's going to die. No one could save her. They make a deal with Mephisto to erase their marriage. But supposedly everything else happened. But then how... Did you know? Did she still have a baby? Or, right, you know, which was taken away, and they thought it was you know stillborn and all that. It's like, did that really happen? Did did she get pregnant? Probably not. When she, you know, they weren't married. <gasps> and I don't think so because uh, it's it's really hard for young people to associate with anyone who's married. Mm-hmm. Never mind had children. And have, have a, a children out of wedlock. I'm being sarcastic. And also the fact that like. I, what I don't understand is, like, you know, Harry Osborne somehow managed to survive through this change. I don't know how erasing the marriage saves Harry, you know, part of his to make Peter's life happy, to give him happiness that he deserved or something like that. It, could just, it could just be some some change in, like, the, the timeline. But if, 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 if Joe Quesada is saying everything except for the wedding happened, there's, like, all these – the death of Harry never happened then. And then how does his appearance affect any other event or story that mm-hmm. – so I, I – I'm happy if, if there's no reference to the other again, but I know a lot of people do love that. So, um, If the movie uh, does well, which villain would you like to see in the next movie? I've been wanting to see Mysterio. Oh, yeah. Since, since, you do since, love Mysterio. Yeah. I, there's something about him. He's totally cheesy, but part <laughs> of it is when, when you're looking at, at comic characters in the movies, you, know, you, you can't just pick your favorite character and say, I want to see this in a movie because you also have to look at how it's going to translate into live action. And I think someone like Mysterio, where you know he was this former actor, stuntman, mm-hmm. all these special effects. I mean, you could make that believable using hologram sure. and different technology and stuff like that. But I'd also I'd, I'd like to see Craven Hunter, and mm-hmm. I, I I even said you know you can have Craven Hunter and the Lizard in the same movie. You know, I don't want to have too many villains in there. No, but you, you can kind of do some time. Gotta with, be careful because I don't know. I mean, Craven Hunter is a great character. I'm trying to think, could he be? good enough as a movie's only character because you know his his whole thing is he was this great hunter he captured everything and then he wants to capture he wants to hunt and capture spider-man so j jonah jameson's like i'll pay you to i'll pay you to capture you know so that could be a good story craven could be believable mm-hmm. a believable villain but i don't know if he's strong enough to, to carry a movie i'd like to see uh venom done right yeah um, not casting Topher Grace. No offense to Topher Grace. Topher fans. Grace could almost made it a better Peter Parker. I think so too. I, and, in fact, I really did think that while I was watching. Because Eddie Brock was like, was he was a big dude. He, yeah, he totally. worked out a lot, and mm-hmm. Topher Grace does not so much. And 
I mean, the, the, what the story goes is Sam Raimi didn't care for Venom. He didn't want to use Venom, but the, Venom is so cool. But supposedly the studio made him mm-hmm. put Venom. So we had you know the whole Sandman story, and then he had to include Venom as well. So you had Sandman, Harry Osborn, and Venom. It was too which much. Was, it was too cluttered, and supposedly you know the studio wanted him to have Venom in there. So. We'll see how if this Venom movie ever happens, what they're going to do with it, and how they're going to do it without tying Spider-Man into it. And yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. Um. So let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, Renz Madalos asks, "Why is it Andrew as Spidey doesn't crack jokes?" Which I uh, don't agree with. Yeah. Like, I feel like we've seen half an hour of the movie, and like twenty minutes of that is just him making funny jokes. Yeah, there's, I mean, that, I, that there's, whole scene with, with, with the carjacker. Was yeah, totally. My greatest weakness. And it's funny, nice. too. I, I thought it was cute. And he's like funny. doing like a pictures thing and uh-huh. shooting web at him. So I think there's going to be some funny. I think so, too. Uh, we've got some more. Um, Evan, Evan Battle says, the immediate question I want to ask you guys is, what do you think was good and bad about each of the films in the Toby's or Sam Raimi's franchise? Um, and how would you rank them in order? He says he thought the first was the worst, the second having the best story, and the third having a more accurate portrayal of Peter Parker. Hmm. Um, I think that the third one was my least favorite because, like you said before, I thought it was just way too much mm-hmm. stuff and this it was Joe cluttered. Schumacher. And I'm sorry, I still have that vision of peter walking down the street like strutting and it's just so cheesy like i just can't i, mean, I you know i actually i like so that bad. scene because really? no i i like it because it's hilarious uh-huh. does not belong in a movie um i, I think i, I kind of agree to some well i do think the second movie was probably the best one i like that except i didn't like the whole subway scene where Stupid Toby McGuire's got to take his mask off so he can get FaceTime on camera. And, you know, all these people are, are, you know, he's just one of us. He's a New Yorker. And, you know, we don't care if he's got his, his mask off. And yeah, right. So that part bothered me. But I, I think that that story worked. I didn't like that what happened to Dr. Octopus at the end. It's like, do you need to get rid of him? It's, and, you know, because no. we see that. And that happened in like all the Batman movies before mm-hmm. um, Christopher Nolan, where it's like you bring in a villain and then you just. You yeah, wipe them out. So it's like there's no chance of them coming back, even though it's the death and you could probably do some way. Mm-hmm. The first movie, um, I, I love Willem Dafoe. I did not like his Green Goblin. I thought that costume was horrendous. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. It's is, it is, it is like a joke. He's got this green armor, which I, this, again, goes with how can you translate this comic book character? You know, he was a green dude wearing purple, you know, pointy hat with a man purse you know so that might not translate well but i just not to not like the armored just the way he looked and uh, i don't know i mean that could have been a good story it should have been a better story but for me that whole scene just didn't or that that whole just the way he looked didn't work and then you had um, i feel like they could have just done makeup or just even a mask. I, I actually, or you just know, like, I mean, his face is like sort of long they, and he's got a long pointy nose. So I feel like they could have just done maybe prosthetic makeup or they, something I think they, they did. Something came out like well after, if, if, if we look it up, because I remember there was like either test footage or test designs or something like that where like the original idea that they had and then they just didn't go with it. And that looks so much better. Is more creepier than this stupid plastic metal this mask. This horrible thing. Yeah, there, there's there's Terrible. something there's a there's like the whatever original ideas they had look so much better than that, and they should just use the mask. I, it makes sense for him to have this armor. I mean, if he's going to be flying around, you know, he's going to want some protection if he slams into a building. But then the, the other point is, you know, he had the goblin serum that gave him strength, so it wouldn't matter. So I don't know. Um, and the third movie, there are some greats. I'm I'm a, a James Franco fan, and <laughs> I I love how he was just giving peter just you know the part where he just like he's like yeah i'm getting with mary jane and you're not and just like but he I, was a good harry osborne i think i didn't like that it's like okay you're bringing him back it's, it's like you keep why do you got to keep hanging on to the goblin theme you know it's like we already saw that and you're and again it just added to the movie's villains it just messed things up and and then there's a whole fact i think someone else there's a question about 
Uncle Ben's death in the third movie, and mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, so yay or nay on the new Spidey suit? I like it. I think it looks cool. Uh, I, I'm I'm all right with it. I mean, I'm sh- I, I think I after watching the whole movie, I may warm. I, I don't I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. I don't love it. Mm-hmm. So I I think seeing I like, a movie. I like Tobey Maguire's spider suit better though. Yeah, I have to say. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. I, st- I still want to know how the heck does he make this costume? How's he so? Because it, it's not spandex. It's not material. It, it's it's it, his head looks like a basketball. It's like this textured material. Where does he get that? So I don't know how this kid. I don't care if he's a genius a high school kid. I don't know how he can sew so well and make this costume, and what the heck it's made out of. No idea. Um, and it's weird. The the Andrew Garfield has. His, he's like wearing sneakers almost. You know, there's yeah, like yeah, stuff yeah, in his yeah. shoes. I noticed and that too. Originally, whenever Peter Parker had to climb up a wall, he'd have to take his shoes off. Really? Because like like in in the first um, movie, you you see how uh, Peter Parker he kind of has these little like claws that kind of come out of his fingers to help him stick to walls. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of always went with if he's wearing shoes, he's not going to be able to stick. To walls because the the heels are too thick. But if he's wearing his costume or socks, you know he can still it's it's strong enough where he can still make contact. So if Andrew Garfield's wearing basically like these sneakers, it's like how's how's that going to work? Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. I hadn't noticed that before. The the bottoms of his shoes. You can, there's there's been scenes where you can see like the the actual like his his heel is traction or it's, it's interesting. So we'll see how how that goes. I don't know. I guess there's the other question is like, how does he get all this stuff? And obviously his dad, I, I, again, I think they did that in the ultimate universe where his, his dad was working on the web shooters or something like that. Cause there's no way he's going to design this. And that, that's another good thing about, about the ultimate universe is how could this kid, this 15 year old genius build these web shooters, build this formula yet. No one else has been able to replicate it. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that. This was something that perhaps his dad was working on, and then maybe he he tweaked it and perfected it, you know, finished it, rather than just him doing it all on his own. Mm-hmm. And it's weird that light. I think the 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 light is like an indicator of like how much webbing he has left, because every time he shoots a web, he, there's like that red light. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. If I, yeah, I don't know. I think I heard something. And he's about definitely that. got mechanical web shooters. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Toby didn't. He didn't. Right. No. Oh. And I, I think I I think, and I could be wrong. I, the reason they went with that is again for the credibility that for this kid to actually build web shooters might be too much. And it makes sense in some ways if if he has the abilities of a spider, if he can stick to walls and do all this stuff. How come he can't shoot webs? Right. Except he's not shooting them out of his butt. Um. Okay. We can't really answer this question the way that it's asked, but. Um, Mar Anthony DeRocca asks, any possibilities of seeing Spidey in the next Avengers movie? I know there are conflicting studio ownership, but it would make for an awesome sequel. They, they were talking about having uh, Spider-Man make an appearance, or there were, there were rumors about that. So Disney still owns Spider-Man. They're just renting him out to Yeah, they, 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 they have the... They've, they've kind of like sold the rights, the licensing rights. So Sony owns the rights, even though Disney owns the character. But you can do things like I mean, if you if you throw enough money, if 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 the two terms and the lawyers can agree, you know, you can make it happen. And they, I th- I think it was area of Avad, whatever his name is, where I think he actually talked about that they could do it. And and who knows. By the time you know 2015, Avengers two, you know maybe they'll be able to iron out some deals here because also Sony owned TV rights to Spider Man, and like right after Disney bought Marvel, Sony sold the TV rights back to Marvel or mm-hmm. something like that. So, you know, or, or basically Disney bought the rights back. Is how, but they kept the movie rights, and that's how we have the Ultimate Spider Man, which I believe that's why the Spectacular Spider Man um, series ended. And then why now we have the ultimate Spider-Man mm-hmm. cartoon. But you could do something if, if they can play well together. And it would be in Sony's best interest to say, yeah, let's make this happen. Totally. If it extends our, our movie deal, let's why not have this? And, you know, they would both benefit. And from if it. they if they were getting some money coming yeah. their way too for yeah. allowing them to use the 
licensing, you know, even though like Marvel, it back to Marvel, yeah, they own a character, a but they're going to have to pay Sony to use it or something. Right. It's like, why not? And I think, I think it'd be cool. Yeah. And you know, maybe he's not going to be like one of the main characters, but sure. maybe he'll have some sort of cameo or some yeah. minor role. It's like, I think that would be great to, to further make the, the universe appear larger and, and more cohesive. Yeah. Um, who do you think will be the next Spider-Man movie baddie? That we sort of yeah, we kind of talked about that. Like that. Was um, that right from Testof? Ruben That's... Mendoza. Oh, a lot of people are asking it. Um, I don't know, but we sort of um, Mysterio. Yeah. See, originally there was like, let's have Bruce Campbell as Mysterio. Oh, he would he would have been good, but yeah, because you know, I mean he would always have his. His his minor roles in the movies. He was the right. only one to defeat Spider Man twice. Because in the the second movie, he was um, at at the when Mary Jane had her 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 music her play. Um, he didn't let Peter in to the theater. And in the third one, wait, no, is that right? What did he do in the third one? Maybe it was a, I don't know. He beat him. He defeated Spider Man. That's all I'll say. He he didn't let him into the theater. I guess in the third one, he's a Mater D, so that you didn't defeat him there. Next question. Okay. Um, so this is actually a, a lot of questions from Pedro Paul Gomez. So first, do you think Harry Osborn should have been better written in Spider-Man 3? I thought he was okay. Yeah, I mean, me like, too. He, I thought he was, he was kind of a, a, a jerk. And I mean, he, he, was, he, was, he was, I liked it. Yeah. He made me laugh. Me too. Uh, do you think Venom could have been better if he was more vicious or deadly. Totally. They should have cast someone completely different, I think. Not Topher Grace and written him better and yeah, they should have gotten given him his deal. own movie. Like if they if they do Venom, they shouldn't do Venom and like two other villains. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it should be just Venom and Spider Man. Yeah. Because that's enough of a story, I think. Yeah. Um three, what do you think? About how they flipped the script in Spider-Man 3 by having Sandman being the guy who killed Uncle Ben. Does it mean Peter is responsible for the first thug's death? See, that that was, um, I was surprised that they did that in the first movie where, you know, they're in a factory and, and he basically falls out the window and dies. And, you know, Peter didn't do anything to save him. So I, I, I think that that's pretty bad that they, they did that. And I don't like the fact that they... They tie into Sandman because that, that's like it's like oh this is such a small world it's like here's this this dude it's like oh he's also the one responsible for killing your uncle it's like I I did not like that that's one of the things I really it does it does sort of turn him into a murderer yeah. doesn't it I mean or yeah. I mean he didn't I don't think he like necessarily pushed him out the window but I think I'm trying to recall I, mean, I, I don't want to recall I'm trying not to think about it but. But he he definitely could have saved him, and he stood there, and he he, he let he let he him let die. It happen. So whether letting someone die is the same as actually killing them, I mean, he could have easily done something. So he's responsible for that. Oh, this is a good question. Who was the better villain, William Defoe's Norman Osborn or Alfred Molina's Doc Ock? I'd say Doc Ock. Yeah. I mean, Willem Willem Defoe. I thought, I thought it was a better. good Norman, but yeah. I thought his costume was just goofy, and he didn't have the right hair. No. Thank goodness. You have the bumpy hair. It's horrible. His hair is weird. Can't help it. Okay. What are the chances of seeing Ben Riley, maybe not as a clone, but at least as Scarlet Spider, worn by another character with similar powers or even the costume being worn by Peter? I don't think it's going to happen. No. I, 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 me neither. With, it's, 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 so the whole clone <laughs> saga thing, you know, Marvel's, they wanted to say that the, this clone, Ben Riley, was the real Spider-Man, and the the Spider-Man that I think it was like 14 years that people had been reading was actually a clone. People flipped out about it because you you can't you can't tell them that the Spider-Man you grew up with was not not the real thing. But what's weird is around the time of the Clone Saga, they had so many Scarlet Spider merchants. Like I have this like a, a Scarlet Spider T-shirt that I still have. I don't wear it but I still have it. They made like action figures. They made like the 12 inch figures. There's like just all this Scarlet spider memorabilia merchandise still comes up every once in a while. You know, they, they even did that, that clone saga six issue mini series, which, you know, told us how the, the arc, the story was supposed to end. It's just weird that they keep bringing this up, but Marvel pretty much wanted to, you know, 
erase that because so many people were upset. They they tried sweeping it under rug. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're ever going to want to go that route. And no. I think it would just get too messy. And I don't think you could do that in one movie. So I don't know. This is an interesting question. This is Evan Battle again. Um, how do you guys feel about the Spidey utility belt being tossed into this franchise's canon? Do you think it might lead to the Spidey flashlight belt or the Spidey mobile? <laughs> um, there is a, a, a Spider-Man signal page on Comic Vine. Yeah. I'm happy to say. Uh, I think, well, it all, all depends on, I believe he's going to be carrying um, webbing in there. Because that's the thing. Is where does he keep his, his, his web fluid cartridges? And I haven't seen the, the game, but when I saw it the, the first look... You, you see him every once in a while. He's you know putting his wrist like onto his belt, like he's like just able to slide it in with just like this simple movement. So I, I think having that is is a good idea because you know he's got to carry extra webbing. I don't know how much webbing he can use on one cartridge, but it makes sense for him to have this belt and have whatever else he needs in there, like shark repellent or anything like that. Um, let's see. You more. What did you guys uh, hate slash love slash wish for the old movies, and what do you want from this reboot? I think we kind of talked. We about, sort of talked about. Yeah, that we hated already. The, the goblin costume. Right. We didn't like that didn't at like all. Dancing mascara, Peter nope. Parker. Well, you did. You thought it was. Funny. Well, I thought it was funny, but not for the movie. I don't like it. It could have been like a like seriousness, a, a deleted scene or something. Yeah, I think um, maybe maybe too cluttered at the very end. Mm-hmm. Um, the third film was too cluttered. Um, I, I also didn't like Mary Jane cause I didn't like Kirsten Dunst and yeah, I mean, as Mary Jane, I, I don't hate her like some people do. I really don't think she's anything special. She, Mary Jane's supposed to be a supermodel. Yeah. And, and you know, so she should be, I don't know how tall Kirsten Dunst is, but you know, she should be taller and she's, yeah, I think I, that was her problem. Well, yeah, so I don't, I don't think she was, she was the right rule. And it's, it's weird that um, Emma Stone, she's actually, wait, what is, is she in a natural blonde or natural? She's rich? a natural blonde, I think. That's it, yeah. And it was just weird because that, that was when they first cast her. And everyone's like, it's like, oh, she's gonna be Mary Jane because she's a redhead. It's like, nope, she's actually a blonde. Right. So yeah, I mean, it was just, I don't know who I would want cast as, as Mary Jane instead of. But I, I guess why even bother thinking about it since that franchise is over? Yeah. I mean, I I, I bet you uh, she'd be in the sequel. Yeah. I mean, I think at some point, I mean, especially if, if they are going to kill off Gwen Stacy. Mm-hmm. I mean, because the, the whole thing is, you know, how long <coughs> is this trilogy going to last? Is it, I mean, it seems like they always go with three movies. That that's all the actors will will commit to. I, I, I don't like that. I'd like – I'd love to see – superhero movies take like the James Bond route mm-hmm. where whenever, you know, if the actor starts getting too old or if they, their contract runs out and they don't want to be typecast, you just bring in a new actor, but don't restart the franchise because in a sense, they're, they're not saying this is a, an, it, this is an origin story. I mean, it's, it's, he doesn't have his, we're seeing him become Spider-Man again. It's like, we don't need these origin stories. And like when we get the eventual next Batman movie, we don't need to see it all over again. So I, I think you can just, just have that, which is why I also like killing off the villains. Like leave the door open. So even if it's cast as someone else, we can have these other stories. So I'd like to see Mary Jane introduced and, you know, maybe they don't get together in the third movie or anything like that, but no. introduce her character yeah, and I agree and have a love triangle or whatever. And then if it's the third movie to fourth movie, then they can get together. Um, that that does it for the questions we've got. But Tony, uh, you're going to go to the midnight showing tomorrow night, right? Tonight or tonight? That's right, tonight. And um, you are too, right? I if not tonight, then tomorrow. Um, Definitely. I I hate midnight showings. Yeah, I'm pretty tired today, but um, I am looking forward to the Spider-Man movie more than I was the Sam Raimi movie. So that, I mean, I think that that's a good thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess that's it. I just, I just yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious where, where it's going to go and what it's going to be like. Uh-huh. And I guess we'll, we'll see. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, if you have seen Spider Man, no spoilers. Don't. Yeah, exactly. Don't spoil it for everybody else who hasn't seen it yet. But uh, feel free to let us know in the comments below what you thought of the movie and what are you, what you're most looking forward to. If you haven't seen it. Yeah. If you haven't seen it. 
All right. I guess that does it for uh, this special Spider-Man podcast. And you can listen in on Friday. Friday, we're going to have James Robinson. James should be in. Yeah. Yeah, um, Hopefully, fingers crossed. Earth 2 is coming out and He-Man. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff. I'm I'm, I'm excited about He-Man and Earth 2. So, yeah, that does it for this uh, special edition podcast. So listen in on Friday for this uh, James's appearance. And that's it. Have a great 4th of July if you guys live in the States. And if you don't, have a great July 4th. Yeah, just a normal one. Just regular. And you got to (laughs) work. Unless you're a student and on summer vacation Um, or unemployed, then I'm sorry. Me too. All right. (laughs) Bye. Bye, guys.